0: Hello, I've got something super exciting for you today. I've been working on creating a new name for my podcast and also a brand new intro. So I'm going to play it for you now. Please let me know what you think. Welcome to Unconventional Success, where we are rewriting the rules for female solopreneurs. I'm your host, Tiffany Dawson, a business and mindset coach. I help women who value freedom to earn the income they need to facilitate the lifestyle they want. I'll share interviews with successful female founders and my own tips on how to build a bulletproof mindset, make your own rules for your reality, and think strategically about your business so you can earn free-flowing revenue while spending quality time with your family. Remember, you can do life and business in a totally unconventional way and be wildly successful at the same time. The only person you need permission from is you. Oh my God, so much fun picking the theme tune to my new podcast and writing the new intro as well to share with you what this podcast will be about. The part that wasn't fun was coming up with the name. I always struggle with naming things and even headlines for my blogs. So I would love to hear what you think please send me a DM on Instagram and let me know what you think about the name and what this podcast is going to be about from now on. I think it's so interesting to be able to shift and evolve in business. And I love hearing stories of how other entrepreneurs have shifted their businesses over time as well. And I hope to bring you some of those interviews in my podcast. But for me, this shift from how to be a STEMinist to unconventional success has been brewing for a few months now, maybe even longer than that. It has come from a place of wanting to always serve a past version of myself. And I think that's so true for so many online service entrepreneurs or online service providers, such as coaches, or maybe you have a tech company Maybe you've built that product because you once wished that there was a product like that like that to serve yourself. And for coaches, it's so common to want to help people who are going through challenges that you once did. So as I was coaching women in STEM beforehand, when my podcast was called "Women at uh, How to Be a Steminist, that was me wanting to serve that past version of myself the past version of myself who was really struggling in a corporate setting who had trouble navigating these you know male dominated work environments and also trying to deal with my confidence as well but now it you know i've been out of corporate stem for a while now i used to be in corporate engineering I have now been a business owner for about three and a half years and I've learned so much along the way. I've had to overcome so many of my own obstacles in terms of mindset and really learning so much more about myself. How to run a business, how to run social accounts, how to speak to people, um, psychology of sales and how you talk to people who are wanting to buy from you, how to do email marketing, how to set up a website. There's been so much in this journey over the last three and a half years that I felt it was time for me to shift and to start serving that past version of myself. The other thing is that I felt I was almost kind of having to hide part of myself on socials. By this, I meant on social media, because my main audience has been women in STEM working nine to five on weekdays, I kind of felt a little bit naughty or a little bit wrong to share me being able to take off time whenever I wanted to be able to have two days off during the week with my son to go on adventures and not have any stress or pressure from anyone else. And there started to be that little bit of disconnect between my lifestyle that I was living and the lifestyle of my audience. So while I am still helping and coaching women in STEM now, and I'm still able to kind of access that past version of myself who totally relates to them, I also wanted to add in, this new stream of clients who have started to ask to work with me already without me shifting uh, clientele myself. You know, they started coming to me with, Hey, I've just started a business. I need help with this and that. Or I've started a business for a while and I'm feeling really stagnant. So it kind of naturally came anyway. It felt really aligned with where I am right now and so I'm excited to share this new version of the podcast with you and the evolution of my own career. Now I wanted to chat to you today about something really topical (laughs) and also admit to you how I came up with my podcast name of Unconventional Success, Rewriting the Rules for Female Solopreneurs. Okay, here's confession time. I didn't come up with the name. I spent ages trying to write things. Look, I'm not a copywriter. I wouldn't say I'm a literary genius by any, um, yeah, any standard whatsoever. So I really struggled. I wrote a few things down and actually I really wanted to call it something, but there was already a super successful podcast of this name after I searched it. Uh, and it had exactly the same theme. So I was like, I can't really do that. Or oh, I could, but it just felt like I wanted to have something unique so that when someone goes to Spotify or, uh, Apple podcasts, when they type in the name, my face is the first one that comes up. I didn't want to make it difficult for anyone to try and find their, uh, my podcast, like have you ever been told about a podcast from a friend and then you go home and try and search for it and you have to scroll through so many titles before you come to the one they talk about it's just a nuisance i hate that and i wanted to be able to remove that confusion so having a podcast name that was unique uh, but also really descriptive as well i was thinking about how I search for new podcasts. So sometimes I'll be pondering something. So I'll just search it into Spotify where I listen to podcasts um, and see if there are any podcast episodes or titles that come up with that similar uh, challenge that I'm going through. Usually I will click on the ones where I can understand straight away from the podcast title what the whole show is going to be about. Also with the intro, I love it when it really describes in great detail specifically what I'm going to learn from that podcast. So is it going to be interviews? Is it going to be solo episodes? Is it going to be about marketing or is it about mindset or is it about both? So yeah, I think as a business owner, it's really important not just to Google all the rules of what you should be doing in a podcast intro but to think about how you like to interact with that product or service yourself and then incorporate that because honestly if you can't do it the way you like to then you're going to attract people who maybe like the thing that you're putting out that isn't authentic to you i hope you're enjoying the episode so far I wanted to quickly pause here to tell you about a free gift I've got for you that will help you get from income stagnant to free flowing revenue in three simple steps. I've got a workbook that I made just for you to get yourself out of that business rut. If you're a female solopreneur who feels stuck that business seems like a whole lot of hard work without much return and you find yourself procrastinating due to lack of direction and strategy, I've got you. Check out the link in the show notes to download your free workbook to unlock the actions you need to take right now to achieve those expansive revenue goals you've got. But for now, let's get back to the podcast episode. So anyway, back to my confession. I told you I didn't come up with my podcast name. Uh, I didn't hire someone to come up with my podcast name. I actually asked (laughs) ChatGPT for what to name my podcast. If you haven't come across ChatGPT yet, it's basically a bot online. It's uh, an AI bot where it is actually really clever. You can basically ask it anything and it will come up with answers It's learned a whole bunch of stuff, but the way that I used it for this podcast name was I typed a pretty long paragraph about what my podcast was going to do, how it was going to do it, what topics I would talk about, who it was aimed at, and how I want people to feel when they finish listening to an episode. So here's what I input into ChatGPT. What should I name my podcast? Is to inspire female solopreneurs to do life and business differently, to not succumb to the rules that other business coaches typically talk about, to live a freedom-based lifestyle and earn lots of money doing it. I'll interview female founders who have built successful businesses to talk about their unconventional lifestyles and businesses. I'll also talk, uh, I'll also ask them about what challenges they faced in terms of mindset, business strategy and more i want women listening to my podcast to feel like they have permission to do things totally against expectations and they can be successful at the same time and the very first suggestion I came up with was so here was chat gpt's answer how about unconventional success inspiring female solopreneurs to rewrite the rules this title encompasses the main themes of your podcast, such as breaking away from traditional business rules, living a freedom-based lifestyle, and earning lots of money while doing it. Additionally, it emphasizes the idea of success that goes beyond conventional measures and encourages your listeners to think outside the box. Oh my God. How on point was that response? Like, I, I couldn't have come up with it myself, if I'm honest. I mean, maybe I could have, but it just felt too easy. Do you know what I mean? Like I had been struggling for weeks in my spare time. Every moment I was like walking the dog or taking a shower. I was trying to think of what my name, what my podcast name should be. And literally within seconds of typing in this entry into chat GPT, it spat out what I have now called my podcast. And I was talking to my friend about it, about how it almost felt wrong. It felt like I was cheating. It felt like I was copying someone's homework at school. Like it was just too easy. And I felt a bit of guilt and resistance. One of the things I talk to my clients all the time about is if you feel some form of discomfort or uncomfortable emotion or feeling, you've got to delve deeper. So the old me might have been like, oh, you know, I feel a bit guilty, but isn't that silly? (laughs) Ha ha ha, laugh it off. But I wanted to think about it a bit more. I wanted to think about what is this bit of discomfort telling me? What else do I need to work on? Because when you have these discomforts, when a situation triggers a negative emotional response, it's always interesting to delve in and see what else is going on beneath the surface. While it probably doesn't matter that I felt like it was cheating and I got what I needed from ChatGPT, I feel like this was a really good opportunity for me to build my own self-awareness to a deeper level. So what was going on? I said already that I felt like it was cheating. It was too easy and that it was almost like I didn't earn the right to have this podcast name that was named so brilliantly. I didn't work for it and therefore maybe I don't deserve it. Doesn't that just show you so much of what is going on in my mind? And do you know what? I actually thought that I had overcome this already. (laughs) What I mean by this is when I first started my business, I had this mindset of if I didn't do it myself, I didn't earn it or I didn't deserve it. So I didn't hire a business coach for ages. I did everything myself. I never got help from anyone to build my website or do my uh, set up my email marketing or get any sort of help, even through like paying for courses to learn how to do social media. I was like, you know what? There's loads of free resources online. I can cobble together what I need and I will learn to do it that way. And I did, but it took me ages. (laughs) If I had simply paid someone to help me, it would have been a shortcut to my success. But that felt really wrong to me. I didn't really understand how I could justify paying someone to help me and then me feeling like I didn't deserve it. So the problem wasn't... Um, Although I thought it was the money at the time, the problem actually wasn't the money or the amount that I would have to invest in myself. The problem was my mindset towards asking for help and for receiving help. Since becoming an entrepreneur, I have realized two main things. One is literally every business owner pays people for help whether that's coaching to quickly up-level their mindset or their business strategies or the way that they do social media or come across to their clients, to uh, having virtual assistants to do all of the background work for them. And some people even get ghost writers to write their whole books. So, you know, a lot of books and business books that you see out there, They have been written by ghost writers, meaning someone else who is a professional writer who doesn't care that their name isn't printed on the book. They write it in the voice of the business owner. So the business owner will have their name as the author of this book, even though it's written by someone else. And of course, all the wisdom and all the main points come from the business coach or uh, whatever book it is but someone who is specialized in the writing part does that part for them. The second thing I realized was that as a solopreneur I could not do everything so this was a little bit of a hit to my ego realizing that I actually didn't have the ability to do everything I needed in my business. (laughs) I needed help And also that I shouldn't be doing everything. My brilliance is in the coaching and the messages I'm putting together and the workshops I craft. Not necessarily all of the admin and the processes that go on behind the scenes. So I started to pay for stuff that would help me. I invested in a copywriting course that had a load of formulas for writing sales pages, for writing social media posts. I invested in a business coach who helped me with a lot of mindset blocks and setups and processes to start with. I've since then recently invested in another another business coach. I have paid for... Uh, services that make my life easier so like Calendly that has all of my schedules in there and all of the times I'm available for booking at people to book appointments with me so I don't have to do all this back and forth emailing I pay for an accountant because honestly I don't have the time or patience to be reading into all of my accounts and figuring out what to claim and whatnot so there's a whole bunch of things I haven't even mentioned there. There's a whole bunch of other things that I've invested in that have made my life easier, but also has mean, meant that I am more effective in my role as a coach and also as a business owner. So the CEO of my company, making strategic decisions, thinking about what to aim for in future, figuring out the steps to get there. So what's the strategy to get there? If I am behind the scenes doing all the little bits and pieces that I probably could figure out how to do, I don't have the time or the mental energy to do the big picture stuff that is important that only I can do. So yeah, I really thought that I had gotten this mindset block out of con- um, in control and out of the way. I really thought that I had overcome this whole need to have earned... result because you know I did all the work no I, I was very confident in knowing that even though I don't do all the work I'm happy to that the result has happened and also my ego doesn't need to earn anything it doesn't need the result to happen the way that I'm proud of myself is the output that I put out there into the world so it was quite surprising to me that from getting this podcast name spat out through chat GPT in literally like five seconds, <laughs> I still felt this layer of guilt. So what have I taken from this experience that I want you to take note of as well? Firstly, <laughs> to really get self-aware of those little discomforts that you feel. Even if you think it's nothing, it's not important, it could be something that you could work on that would change the course of your future. So for me, this was noticing that discomfort and that little tiny bit of guilt that I felt from getting hard work done by an AI bot. The second thing I want you to take away from this that I am learning as well Is that it is okay for things to be easy. I know this sounds ridiculous because who doesn't want business to be easy but sometimes it almost feels like it has to be hard for it to be worth it or to earn it. You know we grow up with phrases like no pain no gain, money doesn't grow on trees, there's no such thing as a free lunch, So we're conditioned to believe that things aren't worth having unless you work really hard for them. But that isn't true. If you are lucky enough to have good things in your life, enjoy them. If I am lucky enough to get the perfect podcast name spat out by an AI bot in five seconds, I am happy to have that. I don't need to have gone through all this pain and struggle and strife to get it. I can enjoy it. And so it makes me think and wonder whether this belief that I still had in the background that I didn't know about, that I have to work hard for anything to be worthwhile, or I have to earn something for me to feel proud of it. I wonder if this belief is blocking me from ease and flow in my life, from ease and flow in business. Maybe things could be easier. It's just that I believe that they need to be hard work for me to achieve that thing. So, what is that for you? What is coming up for you? What are things that you believe have to be difficult or you think they are difficult? Not that they have to, but you know, they are inherently difficult and it will be hard work. What are those things? take note of what they are, and then start wondering to yourself, okay, but what if it came to me effortlessly? What if it got served to me on a silver platter in five seconds without any effort? (laughs) How would that look? How would that feel? And see what that brings up for you. I hope this has been an insightful first episode of Unconventional Success. I would love to hear from you what has come up for you while listening to this episode. What are the things that you believe must be difficult for you to earn the right to have it? Come and DM me on Instagram at Tiffany Dawson underscore. I would love to hear from you. And if you have any questions about how you can overcome this mindset block, please do ask me there as well. I'd be very happy to see how I can help. Let me know if you've enjoyed this episode by sharing it on your Instagram stories. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories and tag me at Tiffany Dawson underscore or leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts so that other people just like you know exactly where to find help as well. Until next week where I'll be coming to you with a fresh new interview. I'm very excited about this one. Until next week, take care.